0: No, no, it's just so wrong. It's so wrong. Hey, this is Ben McVee. I'm a black sheep because my co-host considers crying foreplay. <laughs> black Sheep Radio with Ben McVee and Chris Brown. Join the conversation at BSR Podcast on Facebook and at Radio underscore Sheep on Instagram and Twitter. Dude, we made it past 10 episodes. 11 now. It's 11 episodes <laughs> of Black Sheep Radio. I'm Ben McVee. I'm Chris Brown. And um, we're going to launch right into the weekly three. Mm. And we're going to start off, hmm, I get, uh, well, uh, it's a local angle on an international phenomenon,
1: which is the Pride Parade, mm-hmm. and how it all shook down here in Hamilton. Yeah, so I mean, pride happens, you know, all over the world, all over nowadays. the place, right? It's, it's Toronto is, I mean, uh, from a Canadian perspective, Toronto is is where it all happens. Yeah, and it's it's Pride Month. It's all it's all June long, and and you know, sure, it's not educating anybody. This shouldn't take anybody's surprise at this point. Sure, but um,
0: you know, from a Hamilton perspective, um, it, it happened this past weekend, and some some bad shit went down.
1: Yeah, it was. Um, there, there was a lot of, there's a lot of controversy and it actually made, uh, international news as well. You know, I, 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 I frequent a lot of those like online, like world Mm -hmm. forums and stuff. And people were talking quite a bit about what happened, um, in Hamilton. So for, for those of the people that, that haven't, haven't been, um, keeping up on it, uh, we had like a Hamilton had like their, their, standard, you know, pride parade or whatever. Um, Can can I just shorten this down? Sure.
0: If you don't mind. Yeah, of course. There was uh, supposed to be uh, a day of people to celebrate their sexuality, uh, their identity. Uh, Actually, I want to reverse that. Their identity, their personality, and then their sexuality. I think that's the, the order to go in. Yeah. And some assholes decided to come out and try and ruin it for them.
1: Yeah. And they they did a pretty good job of it. I'd say for them, like, I mean, from, from what I've heard, you know, the actual disturbances though, they, they grabbed a lot of headlines and kind of tainted everybody's perception of the entire event. From what I heard, it was kind of a small thing that didn't really have m- too much of an impact over the overall. No, but you know, you know? what?
0: I mean, I got back, uh, I got back to work a- after the whole thing and th- that's all anybody could talk about
1: yeah exactly right so, yeah so so just to just to brush people up um so LGBTQ community were denouncing out at, like actions of like what they're calling vitriolic protesters because like a a, a fight broke out essentially at the at, at the Pride Festival around vitriolic
0: Detroit. is is a good word for it's it it's a
1: ten cent word for sure
0: to my understanding three women young women whether they were young men young women or somewhere in between. Three young people under the age of 25 got punched in the face by these protesters. Mm. That's, that's to my understanding. Yeah. And these people had to be chased off at some point by the police. And it, 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 it is, it, it, it's a scar. It's a scar on the whole pride movement. And I am not even a, ah boy. This gets so sticky. Yeah. Um. I am behind the pride movement. I am a heterosexual man. Uh, but I I don't I don't have a problem with what you do, in your own time, or how you appear in public, or what you pronounce yourself to be. I have transgender friends. Mm-hmm. My daughter has transgender friends. I have gay friends. I have straight friends. What you do is what you do, in my mind, anyway.
1: Yeah, I I don't like I, I don't understand people's fascination, and
0: we not. just started this off. I want I want to let you know to those listening. We started off. It's like okay, let's talk about this, and all of a sudden you get into this conversation. Yeah. And you feel like you want to be so careful about what you're saying because you don't want to offend anybody. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think I think that is the goal of the people who sought to disrupt a peaceful event where people were just expressing themselves. Yeah, that that's the part that makes me sick. If you don't like what's being paraded around, if you don't like it on TV, if you don't like it going down your city street, then stay the fuck home and turn off your TV.
1: Yeah, it's, it's the thing is, is the, the argument and I'm not I'm not standing, definitely not standing on the side of, of these disruptive protesters. But what a lot of these people are, what's driving these people or what they say is Which driving people? these people. So, I mean, a, a lot of these, these religious, like, fundamentalists who oppose the pride just who on oppose principle. oppose pride. Yeah, the people, they, they just oppose whether pride. Whether
0: it's religious or whether it's fundamental. Let's just get down to brass tacks. The people who oppose pride for whatever reason, be it right-wing fundamentals, conservatism, yeah. whether it's whatever religion they stand for, whatever the case may be, why ever you oppose it.
1: Yeah, so, so like kind of the, the theological standing that they stand on is that they believe that it's their duty. They, they've been entrusted with this duty to be essentially the quote unquote morality rep- police for the rest of the world. Right. And that, you know, the, the, the pride. But that
0: doesn't, Chris, I just want, I, I just want to point out to you. Sure. That you use the word theological. Yeah. Which would imply God. Yeah. It doesn't necessarily mean God. No. I'm sure there are a lot of atheists out there who oppose homosexuality.
1: Yeah. I, I'm sure I, there are. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's prejudice as well, but it's, it's, yeah, just, that's, it's, it's, it's
0: more prejudicial than it is theological.
1: Yeah. I, it's, it's just, it's, whichever way you kind of try to slice it, it, it really like falls flat and it, it doesn't ever, it, I, I just, I just don't see why anybody, and just in general, my own philosophy in life, I don't see why anybody would take the time out of their day to spread hate and vitriol in the Bingo. world. Like Bingo. I don't, I, no matter
0: what your motivation is, be it prejudicial, theological, be it uh, whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. I think the important, I think what. I think what matters is that we all understand that no matter what we believe in, everybody gets their turn. Mm -hmm. And that's a dangerous thing, right? Because,
1: well, I think, I think everybody, I think everybody should be permitted the freedom to live how they want to live. Sure. As long as that doesn't, you know, impact other people negatively. So like, I, that's what I don't understand, Right. But you have
0: to understand too, uh, uh, like there's a guy that I work with, um, whose name I won't mention, mm-hmm. who was very upset about the fact that people showed up at the Pride Parade with placards, hateful, hateful yeah. placards. Uh, you know, people who were chasing children and punching young women in the face and all the rest of it. Yeah. But at the end of the day, uh, we got a bit further into the conversation. As it turns out, he's like, well, I don't know why that's got to be shoved in my face. What, like the Pride Festival? The Pride Festival.
1: Yeah, see, that's, again, it's not being shoved in your face. Like, I, I mean.
0: That's the point.
1: Yeah. It, right? Yeah. It,
0: it's, it's like, okay, it, it's it's for, for people who have been um, shoved to the outskirts of society, for people who have been rejected by their families, for people who have been alienated who have been forced into the closet for people who have been ashamed of, of what and who they are. Mm-hmm. It is absolutely unfair. This is the one day where people who identify as gay, lesbian, transgender to, t- in every other la- LGBTQ who, who get to actually celebrate who they are and should be allowed to celebrate who they are freely
1: yeah yeah
0: this is their day just like and <laughs> I'm gonna take a lot of heat for this but just like the Santa Claus parade I'm like well I don't, I don't believe in Santa Claus and I don't believe in Christmas but you get to have your parade nobody mm-hmm. seems to be
1: <laughs> yeah to,
0: to have a big fuss over that
1: yeah right like, well I just I would I would probably like there, there's a little bit more of a political, t- well, a lot sure, more the political tinge to the pride parade than there is, um, than there's a Santa Claus parade. Why? For sure.
0: That's a good question. Why is there? Why, well, why? is that?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of it just has to do with you know the pushback of people that don't believe in the lifestyle choices. You know what? If 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 you're to the person that's asking, like, I don't know why this has to be shoved in my face. Um, I, I would, I would say rebut that, you know, it has to be shoved in your face because, you know, for, I don't know, 40, 50, 60 years longer than that, like, like gay people have had guns shoved in their face and, and, and have been, have been raided just, just really, and, and taught you know, for their entire lives by, you know, the, the ruling religion or like the society, the societal standards that like what they feel in their heart and, and who they know they are is somehow toxic and wrong. And they've been fed that their entire life. And and now they don't have to deal with that bullshit anymore. You know, they don't. And I know, Yeah, I know. I I just, I,
0: I see a a very, I, I see a great deal of, um, uh, I see a great deal of hypocrisy and I, I hate to bring this back. Okay. So a nativity scene shows up in Gore park every year. Yeah. Right. Nobody's going out to protest that. Uh, Not, not in the numbers and not as militantly. My friend, Martha, Martha Christensen, who's a really good friend of mine, uh, who has previously known his daughter and is now a gender fluid adult, right? Mm -hmm. But Martha went out um, with a group called Free Mom Hugs and it's Free Mom Hugs Ham Went is, is the local group. But this is something that is associated with pride everywhere around the world where moms and dads go out and hug people who are involved in pride, whose parents have rejected them. And I don't understand we why. We have and- to have groups that go, have to go out and give people hugs to say, oh, Jesus, for all this time you've been rejected, here's a hug.
1: Yeah. And that's that's what pride's all about. It's about, you know, just just as much as it is about people um, celebrating their freedom. To live the life that they always should have had, the freedom and they're to live. only
0: asking for one fucking day, man. Yeah, exactly. One parade, but it's a good one it- day of the year. You don't go out to uh, 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 name your religious celebration. You don't need a relig- religious, political, anything. You don't find that anywhere else where people need feel the need to go out and give people hugs. For the way they are, mm. for what they believe in, for anything, for the way they feel, for who they are, how they are, where they are, what they are. You don't ever need to have groups like Free Mom Hugs go out and give hugs to people because they've been so alienated. And it just, to
1: me, is so frustrating.
0: It is. It's frustrating. It's-, it's frustrating.
1: I mean, I mean, credit to your friend for doing that. That's that's absolutely oh, beautiful. Yeah, Martha's and it's awesome. it's um it's it's right in the spirit of what Pride's festival is supposed to be, you know. Yeah. And hopefully, it it's unfortunate that you know the 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 people that are causing shit at the events are getting more coverage than than people like Martha because. The, the, the people like Martha are the ones that are actually making a difference and are, are the ones that actually should be getting all the headlines. And am that. I to understand that Hamilton
0: police were told not to enter the event, like to stay away from it? That's like,
1: that's the controversy
0: now. How so- did this go wrong? I mean, everybody by, by by the time you're listening to this, you've probably seen this on the news and seen the pictures and seen the placards and heard about I uh, heard about the conflict that that ensued uh, as a result of this small minority, thank God they're a small uh, minority group mm-hmm. of people who felt the need to do something so heinous. Uh, why why were they allowed to assemble in the first place?
1: Yeah, well, see the one, the one thing that I so there was a bunch of controversy about uh, the, the Hamilton police not being they were told that they did they weren't welcome at the Pride um, parade, which is fine. Like they're a lot, like like the, the pride organizers are allowed to voice that frustration and tell them that they don't want them to be there. See, this is what I don't understand: is why did the police listen to them? If I was, let's say, say if I was, if I was running but, a oh. big festival, let's say if I was running a music festival, okay, All right. okay? All right. and I told the police that I didn't want them to be there because I didn't want their, I, I didn't believe in what they stood for. The police would show up because it's their job to protect the people that are there. I just don't understand. Do you know what I mean?
0: I do. And I don't. Yeah. Um, here's the thing is we, we both been throughout this whole conversation, drawing comparisons between uh, people who are behind pride and other marginalized groups. Sure. Right. We're doing this live, by the way, it's Mm -hmm. black sheep radio. Yep. I'm Ben. That's Chris. Um, we're trying to make sense of all this in our own heads, mm-hmm. and Chris and I are both like super accepting people. You, you do what
1: you do as two people um, on the outside of the community looking in. We can't understand the criticisms that some of these, some of these, these negative protesters are are, are coming at us with. So we're we're just trying to kind of unpack it, and you know, it, it's it's hard because it, it's 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 a really frustrating situation because the majority of Hamiltonians. Aren't those people aren't those aren't those people that are standing out there with signs preaching hate? The majority of Hamiltonians are the ones that are showing up to the events, hugging people and sh- sending out supportive messages and, and showering people yes. with love. Yeah. And that 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 is the majority. without that, that question. And that is hope. Exactly. That is hope. What you just described is hope. Exactly.
0: All right. Yeah. All right. So let's move on to item two. Item two. All right. Of the weekly three, which is oddly somewhat tied in to the fact that a few rotten apples can ruin a really good time.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And and like a legendarily good time, like a historically good time as far as the city of Toronto is concerned. Um, so we're recording this on Tuesday the 18th. Right. So this may
0: be a bit dated by time yep. it gets to you, but it's it's worth noting. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. It's still fairly fresh in our minds. It's a day ago.
1: Yeah. So, so yesterday the Raptors did their victory lap through the city with, with uh, the whole team and, oh, I don't know, maybe 2 million people. They're saying almost 2 million people is, is
0: my understanding. Uh, No, no, nothing shy of a million.
1: Yeah. Which is, which is unbelievable. When you have that
0: many people gathered for one thing and you're not sure whether there's one or 2 million people, it's a big event
1: yeah it was it was crazy um i I have uh, some friends that work downtown and and their buildings actually let them out of the office to go participate in in the parade um, it looked like everybody was let out of the office early I mean I feel felt like the only sucker that was that was actually at work trying to listen to it yeah. on the radio yeah um, I was and, at work too yeah and it, it was. It was incredible. I mean, there's there's people. Uh, of course, th- there are people kind of um, criticizing it for. We'll we'll get it. We'll get into the nonsense about about the the shooting and stuff in a little bit. But there there's definitely people that are criticizing. You know, the planning of it and. How it took so long and all that stuff, but I I, I think that so kind of so this is more
0: your area area of expertise. So sure,
1: yeah, guide along and I'll follow. Yeah, so so there, so there were people criticizing it. They're saying that it went too slow and you know they they weren't prepared. Whoever set up the barriers is an idiot because. They, they they weren't able to manage the crowd. Um, I I I don't think any anybody was planning to have something that size. Woodstock folks. Yeah. They exa- didn't plan on having that many people there. That's a good that's a good comparison. Right. Um, it happened. Yeah. Uh, I think it was an overwhelming success. Um, and I, we were saying this before we even went live. I, I was I was telling Ben that I think um, I, I'm a I'm a big sports guy. Not so much of a basketball guy. I think I'm going to start. Paying attention to it a little bit more now, just just considering how much I enjoyed that finals, it, like just from a sports quality perspective, it was one of the most incredible sure. stuff I've ever seen. Uh, but I do think that the as far as sports victories go, yep. that the Raptors um, championship, yeah, uh, was the biggest thing that could ever happen to Toronto as a city. I, I don't. You're a Leafs fan. I know. Yeah. So I'm if a Leafs they fan. win the
0: Stanley Cup next year, do
1: you think as many people show up? Um, no. Yeah, no. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so. I think there's something about basketball that that there there's there's like an elitism to hockey that that kind of keeps people on the outside a yeah, little but bit.
0: Buddy, we're talking about Toronto. No, I am Sorry that. to cut you off. That's I, fine. I, I
1: mean, but I mean, so so my argument is more for like international renown. I would say because okay. basketball basketball like like it would definitely be big inside the city of Toronto, like a a Maple Leaf Stanley Cup. Like, we we need it and we want it. But from an international clout perspective, I don't think it gets any bigger than than an NBA championship. Do you think that it would be any
0: different had the Raptors parade, if the Leafs win the Stanley Cup next year, and they won't, if Mm -hmm. they win the Stanley Cup next year, do you think that the turnout for the parade will be smaller as a result of the events that transpired? Um, And I'm not just talking about the shooting. I'm Mm. talking about the fact that it was supposed to be a two hour parade that turned into a five hour parade. Um, Do you think it will be any less you think it will be anymore that's a, good, that's a really good
1: question right so so just from a Leafs fan perspective I guess that's only that I can the only thing that I can really weigh in on like it did seeing that celebration make me want to go if the Leafs won I don't know that it did like I don't think that like for me like that sounds like a complete nightmare like, like I can't handle like those huge crowds and being jostled around yeah, that's and stuck. You. Yeah, there that's are what some I mean. people who
0: just feel the need to be a part of that sort yeah, of thing. That. And obviously, that's what happened at the Raptors parade. They just needed to be a part of it. And it was, it was
1: the the, the footage was incredible. Yeah, uh, and the, I
0: would the, I would argue if the least won in Toronto, given the fact that it's Toronto, and. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna argue against this with you. Sure, T- basketball is an international game. I get that. Toronto, I don't care what you say. The Jays have won in my lifetime. The Raptors have now won in my lifetime. The Leafs have not. Mm-hmm. When the Leafs win, that town is gonna go absolutely batshit crazy. Yeah,
1: it, it, it's it's gonna be bedlam. It could be crazier. Like I think the Leafs, like a Leafs Stanley Cup win and a Leafs Stanley Cup parade, could be way drunker and way wilder. Mm-hmm. I just don't think, like, like th- there's something about the there's something about the basketball. Um, the basketball fan base that's way more multicultural, it activates way more of these groups that hockey never do- has touched and probably never will. And like the, the Toronto is becoming a more and more multicultural city. Like, I, I like the passion for the Toronto Maple Leafs is there, and the Leafs need a Stanley Cup, and it would be insane. But what I saw yesterday at that Raptors, it was I I don't think anybody expected that. No, and, and, so, and it's because it was the Raptors. I don't think it had. I, I I think if the Leafs would have won, it would have, it would have been a different energy. There's something about the Raptors being more of a Canadian team. You know what I mean? More of okay. a and less of a less of a regional team. More of a country wide team. So way I, uh, more inclusive. I feel like than okay. Toronto. You okay,
0: know. all right. And and I yeah. I, I totally get that. Yeah. I do, I do. But let me sort of draw a comparison or a parallel between the the first two items on our weekly three. Sure. Hamilton Pride Parade, Toronto Raptors, parade. Mm-hmm. We like to think of ourselves as Canadians as being able to assemble to celebrate something without incident. Neither, neither happened. No. Neither happened in yeah. this case without incident. Yeah. We had shootings in Toronto. We had ridiculousness in in the Gage Park area in Hamilton during mm-hmm. the Pride parade. Um do we need to just accept the fact that large assemblies just cannot be policed? I that 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 that, that the That between the public and the police, um, we have lowered our expectations of ourselves or we've let ourselves, excuse me, uh, let ourselves down. In other words, um, the police have given great faith in us, the public, to be peaceful. We're Canadians Mm -hmm. after all, right? Yeah. And as Canadians, do we feel... Like, well, no, piss off. We're Canadians. We don't need you shoving us around and, and forcing us off to off to the side and everything else with barricades and everything else. Um, is, is, is there a happy medium? Where do we go from here? Because, I mean, we have two prime examples within days of each other where we were under policed. We were under-policed at the Hamilton Pride Parade. We were under-policed at the Raptors Parade, and bad things happened. Yeah, I would... we need to be policed more? I would Because say- everybody's going to get their backs up. I'm sorry, Chris. No, but go ahead. Everybody's going to get their backs up and go, no, no, we don't need that. But I, there are two pretty clear examples here where a little bit more of a police presence... Probably would have been a good thing.
1: Yeah, like I just,
0: I kind and that's of sad to say to me. So I'm gonna shut up now.
1: And it's okay. I I think that the I, I know that there's that the sh- there was the shooting at Nathan Phillips Square. Yep. But when you look at it from a from a um, straight. Size perspective sure that two million people flooded the city, and then access and ins and outs of the city were all shut down, and there was alcohol and and pandemonium. Right? I think honestly, and this is might sound a little crazy, but I I think the fact that there was only one incident and it was a minor, quote unquote, minor. Two people got injured, four people got injured. You know, I think Injured by are by we guns. talking about the okay. Yeah, we're talking about okay. guns. All right. But, okay, but, but this is the but, thing but, though. But, but, you know, but,
0: but, in, injured is they got stepped on or they sure. got punched in the back of the head. But we're
1: talking is, about gunshots here, man. Yeah, but 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 there's guns everywhere. And like I the, the fact that the, the the fact that that there wasn't more of a uh incident um, I'm actually shocked that it wasn't b- a bigger impact you, no, you I, gotta figure I, there's 2 million okay. people this scale of it like you go to you go to other cities and I know like a lot of people are saying oh we're Canadians we can't celebrate it's not even a question of being Canadian it's just a, like it, it's a question of having that many people in a concentrated area with with alcohol and no, not no police presence, but very little police control. And I I thought that, again, it's like these little, these incidences are are overwhelming the story that, that that overwhelmingly 2 million people managed to have fun together with, with nothing but one small bad gunshots, man. But there's guns everywhere.
0: Okay. But uh, but let me, let me intervene. Sure. Uh, Maybe I'm being pie in the sky. It's, yeah, it's not really... Maybe I'm being pie in the sky. I am sure there are a lot of... uh, I mean, I'm sure... I'm not... I'm going to assume... I'm not sure. Mm -hmm. I'm going to assume that if a parade of that scale were held in a major American city, things would have been worse.
1: Exactly. But,
0: but... uh, are, are we letting our guard down? Hmm. I don't do you hear what I'm, yeah do you know what I'm saying? Sure. I mean, I remember watching the Jays in ninety two and ninety three and those victory parades and there were a lot of people not on the the not on the scale of of the Raptors. The city's gotten a lot bigger, has gotten a lot more diverse. A lot more people have access to the city, all of those sorts of things. But have we gotten a little pie in the sky and maybe a little bit high on ourselves as Canadians as though we can just freely assemble and assume that everybody's going to be cool?
1: Yeah, I, I just don't see, like, if you expect 2 million people to go in, down into a city of Toronto and don't expect any incidents, I think that's just... just unrealistic and not possible.
0: I would have thought that our pride parade would yeah. have, would have assembled without incident. Yeah. Prides. Yeah, for sure.
1: Exactly. You know every, what I would have thought uh, every, are, parade, are we
0: letting our guard down? Well, uh, should we be, should we be asking our police officers and our police officers are supposed to be impartial. Should we be asking our police forces to just say, all right, we're just going to have to keep the peace and you're going to have to stay over there and you're going to have to stay over there. In the case of Pride, had the police, and I mean, there are reports that Hamilton police were told not to enter the event because they weren't welcome because we expect ourselves as Canadians to police ourselves and be decent to one another. Yeah. Yeah. Should we, going forward in events, uh, whether they be as big as the Raptors parade or as relatively small scale as a pride parade, should we just be asking our police force to make sure, A, it's policed well, and B, make sure that the officers who are there are impartial to anything. Mm-hmm. Just there to maintain law and order. Do we need a bigger police presence at these large scale events? Just to make sure that we can all have a good time. We used to be able to. These two events, to me, prove that we are not capable of that. And
1: that makes me sad. Well, I just don't. I, I mean, it, it doesn't make me sad because I don't believe that we're ever capable of that. Like I just don't there's there's always gonna be bad actors. It's the police's job to be there. And like sure if if, if the I guess if the question is should we they be over policed, then I would say, Well, if you don't want incidents to happen, then you would you would have a certain police presence relative to how big the popu- how big the gathering is. It just is.
0: seems to me And, and I, man, listen, you, please disagree with me if you feel this way. Yeah. Right. Sure. Because you and I are straight up with each other. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, it seems to me that we've always been able, this, this is a part of our national identity Mm -hmm. that we're able to pull this stuff off. Without fuckheads who are firing off guns, uh, we're just able to do that. Yeah. We, we, We just have a national common decency to be able to allow ourselves to be one another. This is something that to me, my Canadian identity, this is a part of what makes me a Canadian, is to say, you do your thing, I'll do my thing. Raptors fan, Warriors fan, gay, straight, whatever. Let's just enjoy the moment and move on. And that didn't happen in either one of these instances. And it's a shame to me, to me, Mm -hmm. I'm not, I'm not telling you how to feel. Sure. But it's a shame to me that that's, it seems that that's now necessary.
1: Yeah. Like I just, like, it's it's definitely necessary. I think it's always been necessary, and I just think that like the majority of Canadians are fine and 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 can act appropriately in situations like that. But that you're not, you don't have the police available at those events for the majority that are going to be there. We've you, always you had, had
0: the, them. Uh, we've always had them available. We yeah. just
1: never needed them, and just, suddenly now we do. Yeah, I don't know if it's how did that happen. Well, I I mean. I just, so, okay, I, I can't really speak on kind of how it used to be because I wasn't really around for that stuff, but, like, it's not like that anymore, and it's just gone, it's just, it's <sighs> done, it is what it is, it's yeah. just, it is what it is, I wish, like, I wish that Canada was this utopia, but the, the, it's not, it's not, r- like, real, and oddly enough, we're going to
0: move into item three on the weekly three, <laughs> right? Pretty, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is Canada's in a real crisis. Yeah, in a real crisis, internationally, intergalactically.
1: Who's going to be our ambassador? That's a good one. Are we? Did you want to do this on Facebook Live? Uh, yeah, I, I sure. This it is should, a great right? idea. Oh, shit. Look at that, eh? We are. They didn't even. Did they do the countdown or no? No, no three, two, one. Oh man. Facebook. Yeah. Sabotage. Here, take. Everything's. Yeah. Speaking of that, just in case. Okay.
0: Everything's on uh, on Chris right now. So. Oh, okay. uh, Yeah. So,
1: so we we actually put out a question on, um, on Facebook. Um, and we got all of, hold on, let me, let me count, let me count the responses we got. There weren't many. Yeah. Hold on. Let me, let me just see. Okay, so my count's correct. Um, we didn't get any responses, so that's f- black Sheep, We got one on <laughs> Ben McVie. We got one on Ben McVie, so that's good. Right. So that's, bo- that's a bonus for sure. That's we're, okay.
0: We're, we're gonna get some now.
1: Yeah, for sure. We're doing we're doing a um, we're doing a, a, a Facebook live, just a little bit of a check in, just because it's been a week and we wanted to see you guys and we're having a little bit of a conversation. So right. so Canada is in crisis. So, so what we're referencing in that point is kind of with, with the, the whole China thing, but that, that, that doesn't have to be exactly what we're talking about. No, Canada's
0: in crisis, period. Whether (laughs) it be like globally, um, intergalactically, yeah. Canada's in trouble, right? Like just Canada in, 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 hi, Patty. Hi, Jamie. And hello, Brie. Ah. She's checking in on me. Yeah, nice. she probably is. Yeah, okay. for sure. He's not at a Howard Johnson <laughs> with some
1: other woman. No, definitely um, not. Canada's in trouble. Who is our ambassador? Who would you send to get us out of the sticky situation? Who is going
0: to represent our country um, to, to get us out of this mess? Now I've I've got my three and you've got your three. I've got my three. Yeah, they are vastly different.
1: Yeah, they. I'm I'm sure they probably are. Do you want me to lead? I guess. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so I my this is actually real way harder. The more I thought about it, the the harder. This is not easy. Yeah, because you forget about people. Yep. But but first on my list is a Gretzky, not. Who you were thinking? So some people would say, "Oh, Wayne Gretzky. You know, he he's he broke all the records. He could probably, you know, b- get us out of a sticky situation." So any Gretzky? No, not not a- any Gretzky. Just a different Gretzky than what you would normally be thinking. I so think, not Wayne Gretzky. Not Wayne Gretzky. I think it should be Walter Gretzky. Walter Gretzky. I think I think Walter Gretzky would be able to. You know. Get us out of any sticky situation Canada could possibly be in in any given moment.
0: I'm going to tell you a story, and uh, I have not told you this story yet. Sweet. Sorry. I, I'm just going to back this up. Sure, man. Bit. Sorry. Excuse me. There we okay. go. Okay, so I was golfing with Walter Gretzky. What? Uh, I, I, I have been golfing with Walter Gretzky twice. What? Walter Gretzky is the most difficult man to golf with. However, I would say... Walter Gretzky is one of the best ambassadors for Canada in that whenever a ball goes off, you shank one off into the woods. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or into the fescue mm-hmm. or into the rough. uh, Walter Gretzky will go and look for that golf ball. Wow. Until it's found. Wow. I mean, the man is probably tick infested. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sh- <laughs> I'm just taking a guess here, given uh, what 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 he's gone through to get a golf ball. But Walter Gretzky has a meticulous, um, a meticulous uh, desire for detail right <laughs> yeah i mean jesus look at what the man went through to make sure his son wayne
1: yeah that's went,
0: crazy went through to become the incredible uh hockey player that he was so walter gretzky is not a bad choice it's can't, he, walter yeah. gretzky makes sure that shit is taken care of yeah walter you're on the
1: list he's walter gretzky is a t- he's canada's dad He's he's that father figure yeah. that that all of us, he's he's that father figure that all of us kind of want and and need, but also you don't you don't single handedly create somebody as as successful as Wayne Gretzky without knowing your shit. Do you know what I mean? True. I, I, I have confidence, not just in his persona and his name <laughs> recognition, but in his ability to get shit done, I guess Sorry. is the best way to say
0: it. Uh, I'm just uh, reading here. Uh, Bob. Hey, Bob. That's my brother-in-law. Cool. Hey, buddy. Uh, Kyle, uh, Walter lives. Um, I'm not going to give up his address. Sure. Uh, sure. Just read the posts. Yeah. is a pile of a hundred hockey sticks in the driveway oh sweet yeah see like the guy he's he's a collector yeah and there's some to be said for collectors right Mm -hmm. Right? definitely okay Okay. so who's on your list uh well no you you,
1: you, i'm going through all you you want to go one we'll go one one for
0: one okay all right um i'm i'm gonna say and i'm gonna get a lot of trouble for this from some of you I'm going to say Jean Chrétien. Mm. Jean Chrétien stood up to the Americans during the Iraq War. Jean Chrétien almost got assaulted at the age of, oh, geez, he must have been in the 70s. You ever see that choke out? No. You never saw the choke out? No. What happened? Oh, man. so It was like some public event and some guy came rushing up to assault Jean Chrétien and this is an old man at this time. Yeah. And you can see the photo of, like, he's got him in a chokehold. <laughs>
1: Who chrétien <Gretchen> does? Yeah.
0: <laughs> Jean-Cretien didn't fuck around. Jean-Cretien never messed around. Jean-Cretien was business and uh, was a decent man. And when it, it, it came time for a handshake or a hug, he was also your guy. I believe him to be, whether you be... Conservative, liberal, NDP, wherever you may fall. Hmm. Uh, Jean Chrétien was the last decent prime minister this country has had.
1: Hmm. So I'm going with Jean. That's a, that's a strong one. Mine, mine are a lot less serious, I think, but that's okay. Well, you well,
0: we'll, we haven't gotten to mine yet.
1: Okay, good. Uh, my, um, my last two. Yours? So, so, okay, so my next one, <laughs> yeah. and I would say is Michael J. Fox. Michael J. Fox. I would say Michael J. Fox, again, very lovable, very, very quintessential Canadian energy, you know? Now,
0: okay, can I can I stop you? Sure. Okay. Um, is this Michael J. Fox back to the future, Michael J. Fox, or is this Alex P. Keaton, Michael J. Fox?
1: Okay. Is there a difference? So I don't know who Alex P. Keaton is. Oh, I'm old. Um, that's I'm, okay. I'm old. Is that like is that like um no, just shoot me now. Okay, that's fine. Uh, I don't uh, I, uh,
0: I, family <laughs> family ties. Family ties. Okay. For no. those of you alive in the 80s. Yeah. <laughs> I
1: was I'm going to say I'm going to say Michael J. Fox because again, lovable guy. I think, you know, lo- Michael J. Fox as he is right now. Um, with, with the illness and everything, you know, he, he's, he's one of the most disarming lovable personalities. And, and I just, I, I've seen him, he he made an appearance on Curb Your Enthusiasm a couple seasons back Mm -hmm. and he's just one of the most lovable guys, but also kind of, I get like shrewd and lovable. I just think he's, he would be a great ambassador for our country because he really represents everything that Canada is and, and, and wants to be, you know? Sure. Yeah. Right.
0: Jamie Petrie says, thank God you didn't say Brad Marchand. I have not finished my list yet. <laughs> if aliens were to show up on Earth, uh, like in Canada, I would I would want Brad Marchand to lick them. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, Mike Bennett. Er, Mike. Sorry, Kyle Bennett is saying uh, Mike Babcock. Hmm. Thoughts? Leaf Fan?
1: Well, I mean, he needs to... He needs to win a Stanley Cup. He needs to get past the first round. If he can't get past the first round, how is he going to get us through a crisis? Ah, you know,
0: coming from the Leafs fan.
1: Yeah, it's true. Am I'm I th- not sold on Mike Babcock. I'm not. So, yeah, still no, no, no.
0: I th- honestly, I think like the non Leaf fans are more sold on Mike Babcock than the Leaf
1: fans are. Yeah, yeah, we'll, once, see. we'll see. Once I, uh, again, we'll
0: see. Uh, I'm Ben McVee. Chris Brown, and uh, we're Black Sheep Radio. Thank you for tuning in, and uh, we hope to get more responses on this. Uh, My second choice, Mm. my second choice, and I don't think anybody will disagree. Getty Lee, Getty Lee should be (laughs) our ambassador to the planet and to the galaxy. Uh, Getty Lee is is Getty Lee's the man. Because I've always wanted to be, I've always said, if I could play an instrument, I'm a singer, mm. uh, but uh, in, in a band called Simply Hip, shameless plug, um, if, if, if I could play an instrument, I would play bass, and he is the greatest bass player of all time. Getty Lee gets my vote.
1: And anybody that can play those complicated bass riffs and sing higher than any man has any right to sing at the same time? Um, you know they they can definitely get shit done. That's for sure.
0: Are we about to break out in the temples of Syrinx? <laughs> no,
1: Kay. it's a little late for that, I think. But it we'll see. Probably
0: is. Yeah. <laughs> Choice number three for Choice you, number my friend. Three.
1: This is a this is a really tough one. Can I? I I'll say my my runner ups were. Um, oh, I I didn't. That's okay.
0: You didn't tell me I had to choose runner up. That's
1: okay. You don't have to choose runner up. I just had right. I had five written down, and so. Um, hey Kyle, runner ups. Are Drake. Drake? I, I know this is a runner-up, though, so I don't oh, want to get too much into him.
0: Okay, all right, all right, all right the glo, the glo- uh, I don't know enough about Drake. <laughs> I I know enough about seeing him.
1: Did you did you know that he started from the bottom? Were you aware of that?
0: He started from the bottom, now he's here. And he's here now. He started from the bottom, yeah. now he's all fucking here. Yeah. And yeah, okay. All right. The
1: other this is another runner-up, is David Suzuki. Ooh. People, Ooh, people are sleeping on David Suzuki.
0: Boy, oh, people boy. People are sleeping on David Suzuki. See, I mean, we we, we just started planning this uh, mm-hmm. just a few hours back. For sure. And we're probably going to wake up tomorrow, and I'm going to call Chris and say, oh, geez, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and David okay, Suzuki
0: so, would have been on my-
1: For sure. He's a beautiful uh, person. On my forgot list. But my yep. third is Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves. Dude. He's he's right at, he's at, he's right at peak popularity. He's been in Dude. like every good movie in the last 10 years. He's a beauty. Dude.
0: He's All a beauty.
1: Right. He could get us out of it. He's Neo. He's the one. All That's right. it. Now, uh, I, I hid mine mm-hmm. from yes. you, my third
0: choice. <laughs> For sure. And I think it would be remiss without saying that William Shatner...
1: Oh, Captain
0: Goddamn Kirk. Is your man.
1: Captain Kirk. Yeah, for sure. He's a le- what a legend.
0: We're going to post it on our Facebook page. It's Black Sheep Radio. I'm Ben. Chris. And uh, if if Canada were to face an ultimate crisis, who would be our ambassador? <laughs> who would be best suited? To, to represent us and and to get us out of a shitstorm. Yeah.
1: So so Marilyn Brown hook uh just said Jim Carrey and I'm going to disagree Ooh, with him. I'm going to disagree with Jim Carrey because Jim Carrey is technically now an American citizen and he denounced his Canadian citizenship. Oh, so he loses nah. credibility unfortunately. Nah, he was born here. Yeah, he was born I'm here. I'm going to
0: give him a break.
1: Yeah. I don't know. He's a talented dude, but you gotta keep on you gotta hold on to that passport if well, you wanna be a like, like global ambassador
0: yeah it's not we agree on everything <laughs> yeah, right exactly so there we go uh, who is your ambassador for Canada <laughs> in an ultimate global intergalactical crisis and we'll review more results on our next episode thanks <laughs> see you guys so summer is here uh, well, officially, no. no. It, it's a couple days away. Yeah. Like three days away. Yeah. Um, you're heading away on vacation, so it's going to be another one-week break in between podcasts. Sad, yeah, I know. It is sad. I missed you last week, dude. Yeah, I miss you too. Yeah, yeah. And, and there's a little bit of man love going on mm-hmm. there. Um, but um, it, it, summer gets away from you. Like, summer, it just, it, it, Summer gets away from you. It, it it hits, and before you know it, it's gone. You make so many plans for the summer going into it, and you you fulfill, I'm going to say, maybe a quarter of those. Yeah. And the rest of it is, oh, yeah, we'll do that,
1: and it never happens. Yeah. Here's Here's the question. Yeah. So I'm – so maybe not last year, but the year before – yeah. My summer wasn't as as busy as as it as it is right now. I feel like I'm. This is the busiest I've sure. ever been in a summer. Sure. Um. I think a lot of it has to do with like the relationship I'm in and you know family obligations Aww, and all that stuff. You, know? you don't
0: have kids. It yet. changes. Here's, okay. So exactly. <laughs>
1: this is <laughs> this is this is why this is a good question. So do you? Have a problem saying no to social obligations without an excuse, like just saying flat, just flat out saying no. That is a fantastic question. Mm.
0: And you just raised this. It's not like this was staged. No. You just raised that question. Yeah. And I will tell you now that I have raised three nearly fully grown kids, two are in their 20s, one's in her mid teens, now I do not have a problem saying no. And it's not out of malice. Mm-hmm. It's out of being fair to myself and to the people who are asking me that question. Because I have I have lived the life of saying, sure, yeah, we'll do that, right? And you do that because, you, because you're hopeful to do something over the summer with somebody. But you also do that um, because you feel this need not even need you feel this sense that oh summer's coming and it's going to last for mm. like 18 months it's three months Yeah, it's 12 weekends you only have so much time so now I have learned A to realize what my limit as Clint Eastwood once said as Dirty Harry a man's got to know his limitations <laughs> and I know my limitations. Yeah. I, I know what I can do. I know my schedule. I, I, I know what needs to be done. I know what the people who are closest to me need. And outside of that, there is this massive sphere of things that I would love to do and people would love to do with myself and my wife, Amanda, and my daughter, Noah, and uh, my stepkids, Curtis and Caitlin, they would all love to do. And there's only so much you can fit in. Mm. Do not over jam, over book yourself during the summer. Your thoughts.
1: That's exactly where I'm at right now. So okay. like I, this is like the first time in my life where I'm at the position where I feel like I have no choice but to say no to people. Because like I have a very like, I don't know. I don't know if I'm, if I'm unique or weird about this, but I have a, 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 my capa- my threshold for doing shit is lower than most people. You're only unique. Well like ma- I can't. Ma- handle- maybe,
0: maybe maybe Chris, you're not unique. You're unique to me in that uh, we're how many years apart? Um 48? I don't know. I'm yeah, I'm thirty two. Okay. So we're yeah. sixteen years apart. Yeah. yeah. At thirty two, I wish I would have known what you know now. Yeah, fair <laughs> just <enough>. just <laughs> as Nancy Reagan once said.
1: Just say no. Like I can't fucking do it. Yeah, I, there's I know. So many things. Like I swear, every weekend there's. Every, I have, and and I'm I'm fortunate to be in a position that people want to spend time with me. Like I don't I don't take that lightly and, and, at all. And,
0: and, 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 well, that's just you know. It, right? I
1: really you really feel don't. this
0: obligation. It's yeah. Like, shit. Yeah. Know,
1: but let's I, do that. But I can't. Like I know. The thing is, is if I spend. <laughs> like if I don't get at least like a couple hours on the weekend to do absolutely nothing Nothing. or just do work on my work on the podcast, work on whatever writing stuff, like whatever, if I don't get that, like I will just, it it just snowballs and I turn into an asshole. Mm -hmm. It's just what happens. Mm -hmm. So like I'm finding my, I'm just, you know what I mean? It's just, I turn into a lunatic and I can't, and I just don't, whatever. So like I'm finding in this, this year, specifically this summer, is I have no choice but to yeah. just say no to shit. Save you yourself. Know? Save yourself some headaches. I know. Plan it out. And I think w- and, yeah. and and
0: and well, okay. So I just burped. Yeah. Save yourself. Um, save yourself those three or four things. Okay. So you have twelve weekends. Sure. Save yourself three or four where you're going to commit those to spending time with people who really matter. And who to whom you really matter. Mm-hmm. Okay? That's yeah. Save three or four to a secondary group where it's like mm, Yep. Yeah. And yeah. give them a maybe. Mm-hmm. A maybe. We'll we'll try and do that. Yeah. And it is a it is a calendar juggle. I swear <laughs> to God. It's crazy. But First and foremost, I will say this, save yourself. Because, I mean, out of those 12 weekends, three of them are long weekends. Canada yeah. Day, yeah. the Civic Holiday, and Labor Day. Yeah. You're going to be booked down. Uh, you're going to be booked for yeah. some something. Exactly. It may fall in one of those three groups. So out of those three... And I'm, I'm not a mathematician, <laughs> but now you've got 12 weekends. So three are long weekends where you know you're going to be confined to something. Yeah. Try and work one of those two groups into those three weekends. Mm. But outside of those, make sure you save two weekends to do whatever the mm. hell you want to do. That's it. Regardless of anyone else's feelings. Regardless yeah. of their needs or their feelings, unless there's a death in the family, a wedding, a funeral, a crisis, a celebration, whatever it may be, save yourself two weekends out of the summer to just say, fuck it mm-hmm. and do what you want to do. Yeah. Yeah. Especially now that, you know, you're engaged.
1: <laughs> Shit. Shit. No, I'm not engaged yet <laughs> <laughs> It's
0: Black Sheep Radio uh, I didn't spill the beans you're, No, you're not engaged not. yet. No, no,
1: and that's the thing is that Bree's putting just, a ring on it soon No, that's, this, this is a terrible thing to oh say Oh my I'm, god, it just got awkward <laughs> No, because I'm going oh, away on vacation win? for a week oh, and In Nova Scotia and Now she, Yeah, now she's going to think I'm going to propose oh, her on this trip Oh, there's a
0: ring going on in Nova Scotia <laughs> It's going to happen Oh no It's going to happen <laughs>
1: See ya. See ya.
0: This has been another episode of Black Sheep Radio with Ben McVee and Chris Brown. If you liked what you heard, don't forget to follow, rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.